welcome to episode 89 of the Checkpoint Done podcast. It's the 13th of March, 2019, and I'm Darren. Joining me, as always, is Terry. Bonsoir. Good evening, Terry. Is that right? Yeah, hi, Darren. Hi, how's it going? Not How so are you? Bad. I'm, I'm, I'm tired, tired. This, this, this hurricane, wherever weather front is, the one that's keeping me up at night, is doing my head in, and the sooner that passes, the better. Hurricane Jeff. It's just we we'll just call it Hurricane Jeff. No, no, it's it, it's got a similar name. It's like Eugene or Gareth. Gareth, that's it. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, no, it's 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 unfortunately blown on the front of the house, which kind of wakes me up every couple of hours. And if it doesn't wake me up, it wakes the cat up, which means Christina and I have been woken up every hour or so for the last couple of nights, which is just shit. I'm tired. It's like it's worse than having children. Yeah. 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 I hear children do the same thing, and that and that just sounds horrible. It really does. Yeah. Uh, so, what have you been doing yourself? Big fat fuck all. However, I'm getting, I'm trying to get used to the the work situation. I I said last episode I'd moved office. Hmm. Uh, we're still trying to get acclimatized, but the, the as work colleagues that we work with, um, yeah, they're, they're just very introverted. Don't say a lot of anything. Um, so we're trying to cohabitate and trying to kind of get on and all that sort of stuff. And the, 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 you kind of give and they just don't give anything back. Um, so it's it's a very quiet thing. I've been in the office up there by myself with them. So I'm like, no better time than to catch up on some podcasts, right? Because the other day that I had the radio on, um, I went downstairs for like two minutes, came back up and they turned it off. And I'm just like, Brilliant. okay. Um so yeah, I just spent some time listening to podcasts and, and catching up on some stuff. So, uh, so yeah, that I'm I'm still continuing with me me home gym shit. I'm kind of trying to keep up with that the best I can, even though there are nights I just think I can't be fucking bothered. But fuck it. Um, so yeah, I'm still powering through with that. Um, so yeah, that, honestly, not a lot. Um, I'm going camping this weekend. Mm, um, me too. That's, uh, so yeah, it's uh, where are you going camping? Uh, Scotland. Oh, Darren, <laughs> come on! Why, why, why are you going camping up in Scotland? Is it? Is it? it, it is it time? It's time, Terry. Is, it, <laughs> oh, no. It's the first event. Uh, looking at the weather report, um, as it, it it keeps fluctuating, but it's going to be somewhere between four degrees and minus one. I mean, that sounds warm for Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of weather you want to be doing in Ten Mile in, which will be lovely. Um, Going through the little river, which will be up to your nads. Um, I'm not going to see those again until I get home. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have receded inside of you somehow. <laughs> and then camping, and there's a good chance of snow. So, yeah, looking forward to that. That sounds not fun, but will be fun. Oh, but yeah, yeah, it will. will be fun. It'll be, I, I think it'll be great, great fun. Um, but it's just, it's just unfortunate. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we were like, my God, it's, it's spring's here. It's lovely and warm. And I thought, this, this will make it a brilliant event. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, now the weather report is saying not so much. Oh, how wrong we were. How oh, foolish we were to fall for nature's here, have some sun and it's like 12, 13 degrees. Fuck you. Yeah. Well, uh, this weekend just passed. I was, I was up in your neck of the woods. Um, I was up in uh, Halifax. Oh my Jesus! Yeah, so Nick and I went for a, like a final test run. Uh, so we took all the kit and all the rest of it, and we went up pump mowers. And uh, my, that was grim. That was proper grim. My normal running, running kit, and uh, we had to stop about halfway. We had to find shelter and put on all the waterproofs and everything because it was just grim. Fucking hell! <laughs> um, we've never felt anything like it. The it, it was actually snowing up on the tops as well, so it was uh, yeah, it was fairly unpleasant. Oh, uh, yeah, we did get a little bit of snow, um, but it didn't seem too bad. Yeah. Not as bad as, as I would say you, obviously. Yeah, yeah, so we were um, yeah, so we were in Halifax and we kind of ran out there and up and there's some, I can't remember the name of the water park, uh, but there's a water park and then it goes up up on top, up onto the tops. And uh, mm. yeah, yeah, there was like a horizontal rain, which then turned into sleet, which then turned into tiny little daggers that went into his eyes. It was beautiful. It sounds romantic. <laughs> it was. It really was. It was lovely. Um, but no, it, w- it was nice. So, uh, like yourself, I haven't done really done anything apart from training stuff. But you're getting ready for mm. this is what the next few months of your life is going to look like. Uh, well, uh, until the end of November. 
Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. The, the, this is pretty much what the rest of the year is going to look like for you. So. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to stuff we've done, you're going to have done about as much stuff as I have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Mine is the running, obviously. But there, you, there you go. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, so that's stuff we've done. Terry, let's discuss what we've played. Why not? Checkpoint. Um, are we still playing Apex Legends? Um, a little bit, a little bit of Apex, a okay. little bit. Uh, a little bit of Apex. Seat because uh, Fortnite's got a new season out, maybe. Um, yeah, a little bit. Um. My mate who I, I play uh, games with other evening, he's more of a Fortnite person, whereas I'm like, Fortnite's childish, let's play Apex now, because that's like the big boy battle royale. Mm. Um, and he's like, yeah, but uh, Fortnite. So I'm like, right, well, we got the free battle pass for season eight. Um, they've changed some things on the map. It looks pretty good. It looks, it looks, it seems to look shinier with every season. Like they, they do graphical like refinements and that sort of stuff and mm. they brought new shit into it and it's it's Fortnite, it's still a thing. Apex, I believe they're bringing out a, a battle pass as well. I've heard those rumours, yep. Um, so it's one of those where I, I need to try and convince him to play uh, Apex a bit more than that. But, uh, but yeah, so I've been doing that. I've played some single-player stuff. I started playing crackdown three on the last episode mm. uh, i've now finished crackdown three i've i've rolled the credits on that okay um it, it's fine it's a it's a good crackdown game i i enjoyed it quite a lot mm. um yeah th- there's not much to it i mean i i think i managed to get through the original crackdown i think in maybe about four or five hours yeah sure it's not there's no story it's just like jump around and kill shit and this one is is pretty much the same um it took me about 10 12 hours to try and clear out everything and i'm not bothered about getting a full a thousand gamer score on it because that'd require hidden orbs all orbs all that sort of stuff sure so, okay uh, but I'm roll- i've rolled credits on it i'm happy um i'm glad i had games passed so i didn't have to shill out like 40 quid for it yeah so the games pass is is spot on if you want to just kind of play a silly action game um played a game called ruiner this is also on games pass and it's a twin stick um cyberpunk shooter okay and that's pretty much it <laughs> um it's kind of you are a dude that is sort of kind of being controlled by things for reasons and you're sent out to do these missions in these places and there's like this hub world that's so cyberpunk Mm. um and you've got like little missions that you can do within like the the hub area and that sort of thing and um it's a cool little action game uh it's it can get very very complicated um because there's like a, a upgrade tree Mm. you can upgrade like you've got certain things you can do like you can kind of like zip across like uh, like areas and that sort of stuff have you got like a shield but that uses energy and you've got like you've got to try and it's very bullet bullet heavy kind of you, you just got to try and dodge everything and, and kill and not be killed because you get killed very easily sure um and that's even on normal mode um so that's a thing um but i really love the aesthetic of it it's it's basically uh like a red and black style everything is just bathed in red mm. and it just looks really cool but uh put some time into that uh i don't know how far i am i've probably played about two three hours of it and i've done kind of like two kind of main missions mm. uh so i don't know where i'm gonna be going with that so darren the other game i've been playing mm. is fallout 76 Ooh, okay um Mates out on CD keys, twelve ninety nine. He says I'm dropping on that. Are you dropping on it as well? And we said tenor would be the sweet spot. Yeah. Um, with the five percent as well, it brought it down enough where they're like fuck it, Darren. I don't know what the problem is people are having with this game. Mm. Um, it's just the internet, Terry. It is, and I know we we've we say this every single episode, but uh, um, do you like Fallout games, Darren? I like Fallout games, Terry. Um, now, as someone who hasn't finished a Fallout game as of yet and probably never will, um, 
it, it's it's Fallout. Okay, that's it. it. It sounds the dumbest shit in the world, but everyone was complaining about a Fallout game. Um, there's no real NPCs to speak of uh, in it, other than obviously the people that you're running around with, and it plays like a Fallout game. It acts like a Fallout game, uh, and that's about it. It's a Fallout game, and it's pretty fun. Awesome. Especially with the added benefit of being able to play with your friends and that sort of stuff as well. Yeah, sure. Um, which, obviously, the main reason. I mean, we we tend to do the main missions together, and then, like, side stuff will just go off and, and kind of do his own thing, you know, when we've got some free time. Uh, or if one of us isn't on, we'll, we'll go do side missions just to kind of level up. Um, and, yeah, I've, I've not run into any major issues. I think I got kicked out of the game once. Yeah. I think it, like, proper crashed on me like once uh but other than that i've not really had any major issues i think they've done a lot of or they seem to like they must have done a lot of polishing work yeah uh since all the initial kind of complaints but yeah um fallout 76 it's it's cheap i'm guessing at some point it's going to come onto games pass yeah yeah if it's dropped that cheap on consoles already but uh but yeah, uh, it's a good game. I've, I've been enjoying it quite a bit, actually. But uh, but yeah, that's all I've been playing. What about yourself, Darren? Oh, just the one game. So, um, Adventure Time, we got that free with Games Gold. Mm. I have one kid. Nice. Yeah, it's... um. If you like Adventure Time, uh, then you will love it. It's it's a very, very easy thing. Think Costume Quest. So mm-hmm. it's a open world RPG, collect stuff, smash stuff, um, with side quests and turn based combat. Uh, and I'm, I'm actually really quickly. I'm glad you brought costume quest up. Mm. Have you seen that there is a TV I know, series no, coming? Yeah, I've seen it, and I'm. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no. So so unfortunately, it was quite. It's quite charming how costume quest looks and the aesthetic and everything. I don't think they've done it justice with how the cartoon looks based on the trailers. Right. I saw like a very brief glimpse of the trailer for the TV series yeah. and thought Darren will be all over this. So I didn't watch anything of it, but I know what the it looks like, the game looks like, um, and the art style of the, the TV series trailer didn't look to match. No. I mean, uh, to be honest, um, Costume Quest has got a, a good... Um, a good world, shall we say. There's things that happen in it, and I can see those being made into a TV series, and I can mm. see it doing quite well. I just kind of wish they kept the art style. Right, okay. Um, where, I mean, I'm only basing it on, what, a 30-second trailer or something, mm. um, but I, I was kind of, I won't say shocked, but I was kind of disappointed that they'd gone with a lazy animation. Are you still going to be giving it a go? I'll, I'll watch it because uh, watching yeah. the trailer, it, it lists all main characters. I'm like, oh, well, I know all those are and other backgrounds and everything like that. So I'll watch it and maybe I'll just get used to it. And it is a double fine produced thing as well. Absolutely. So I'm yeah, guessing yeah. they'll be all over the story. So Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'll still watch it. I think I'd have just preferred it if the artwork uh, had kept in line with the game. Mm, I get you. Um, but yeah, Adventure Time, very good. Um, took me 13, 14 hours to 1K, and uh, it was very relaxed, very chilled, and uh, very much adventure time. Um, and again, I, I looked at the reviews just before just before playing it, and uh, similar to the stuff for uh, Fallout 76, where everybody's going, oh, this is a buggy mess, oh, this is crap, oh, oh, oh my God. Somebody <laughs> said this was a buggy mess, so I think it's a buggy mess. Um, and, and to be fair, there, there were a few glitches, there were a few clipping issues, but you know what? Nothing stopped me from playing it. No, it was just like, oh yeah, that, well that's that's slightly annoying. I've spun the camera around and, and my camera is now inside the house. I'll just move the cursor slightly. Oh, there we are. We're back outside the house. Job done. It's weird how that works, isn't it? Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but that, again, that's just the internet. People people absolutely slated it on uh, on Metacritic. So oh, it's a boogie mess. Oh, the, the guy above me said it's boogie boogie mess. So I have to say it's a boogie mess. <laughs> so like, oh fuck off. Oh, that's how the internet works, Darren. I know. Uh, but yes, uh, anybody who likes Adventure Time, go play the game. You will get a lot out of it. Is it just its own star? Is it based off anything from the TV series? Um, so it's got a lot of characters from the TV series. Um, you, you're obviously in the world. And mm-hmm. um, I think... So I'm only on season four of Adventure Time. 
and this is clearly set towards the end of this end of um so i think there's 10 seasons in total and this must be towards the end because um uh, finn has got a robotic arm and it's just right, like okay. that's not in the tv series yet uh, and they call in um a character by a different name and i'm like hang on <laughs> Right, fair enough. Uh, I didn't know if it was like um, like the, an episode like featured around pirates and then all of a sudden they decided to do a game based around that? Or Well, it's quite possible. I mean, I, I've just recently bought uh, the remainder of the episodes. Uh, so huh. it, it's something ridiculous. As some of the seasons have got like 50-odd episodes. Mm, okay, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> season, nine, uh, sorry, season 8 has got an 8-parter called The Island. So I'm wondering if that's got anything to do with it. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see when you come up to that if there's like references and nods. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Um, but it, it was interesting. Uh, there were own little story, um, and it it made me want to go and watch more of the TV show because I, I got a little bit more background on these characters because some of the side quests you were doing for them and things, and some of the areas. Mm, I was like, I get you. Ooh, I've not seen that area before. I wonder where, when that's going to be featured. So I, I start powering through the adventure times. So. And that's good that you can play that and, like you say, you've full 1K'd it and you've enjoyed that experience mm. as as a standalone thing without having to rely too heavily on the TV series. Yeah, and I, I think if you've watched the TV series, you'll get more out of it. Um, otherwise, some of the stuff you may be a little bit confused because mm. um, Jake, um, Jake is a dog. However, for reasons, um, he can form any shape or do anything. And it's just like, well, I can see how they use this mechanic in the game, but it doesn't it doesn't hold your hand, it doesn't give you any backstory or anything. So if you're right, unfamiliar okay. with the universe, you'll be like, hang on, sorry, you're a what now? <laughs> no, fair enough. It's it sounds like it's there, like you said, for people that love adventure time and mm. plus the fact that we got it for free on games with gold helps to Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. So Terry, that's what we played. Let's discuss what we've watched. Terry, what have you been watching? I, I have been watching um, Safe House with uh, Samuel L. Jackson and Ryan Reynolds. Okay. And it's a fairly good film. I, It's one of those where, as silly as it sounds, towards the end I'm thinking, have I seen this film before? Mm. And I'm not sure if I have or not, but it's, uh, uh, it's just Ryan Reynolds kind of being Ryan Reynolds with Samuel L. Jackson. It's, it's a fairly uh, old film. Because uh, I think I've got it in iTunes from back in the day when they only did SD. Yeah, it could be. It's, 20, it's 2010, 2011, 2012? Something like that. that that's before around. HD iTunes. Yeah, around that time. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a pretty good film. Uh, it's on Netflix. Yeah. Um, so it was one of those where it was kind of like, I want to watch an action film. Okay, this has got Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson in it, sure. Mm. Um, and it's an hour and a half of Turn Your Brain Off and, and just watch that oh, perfect it's not samuel L. jackson at all i'm thinking of um hitman's bodyguard it's um it's uh, denzel washington it's not even samuel L. jackson i'm thinking of hitman's bodyguard but uh, still a good film regardless mm. still a good film but uh yeah um i watched darren there is a documentary on netflix which is called behind the curve now this is a documentary about flat earthers ah okay I'm tempted to watch this because, uh, again, this is this is how the internet works. Yeah. Um, and somebody has an idea, somebody gets behind that idea, and that idea grows. And this is how a lot of things are born on the internet. Weird, that isn't it? Um, the the thing, yeah, you've you pretty much hit the nail on the head because without going too much into it, mm. um, it's about a guy that's kind of. Uh, created like this flat earth theory in a sense yeah but it kind of delves into the fact that he's a big conspiracy theory nut right okay and you all i could think to myself was right okay he's developed this theory there's a flat earth right i'll put that on the internet because i like conspiracy theories and just people have just kind of gravitated towards it yeah pretty much and uh and yeah it's become like this weird like cult type thing um, but yeah, watch that documentary. It's about an hour and a half, hour and three quarters. But it's just like you'll probably come out of it and think, yeah, the internet fucking hurt. The internet fucking hurt everything about it. Which 
obviously that's that's your normal stance anyway but mm. this will just reaffirm the fact that it's fucking scary place to be in oh i agree yeah um because so many people just have gravitated to it but it's like they don't all have their own there's no one set theory on how flat earth looks mm. there's different sex sects of this cult and they've all got their own different ideas and it's just like for fuck's sake mm. But it's not. It doesn't just kind of um, focus on the flat earthers. It focuses on people from like Caltech, right? Okay, so like really clever fucking people um, that kind of talk through the documentary and they ask them about their opinions and they just basically like head in hands. Like I don't know how this is a thing, but fuck <laughs> it, right? Um, but yeah, it's quite a quite an interesting documentary. The thing I, is, I mean, the, the the term flat earther uh, that that's starting to seep into TV shows. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, only in the last couple of weeks, I've heard it twice in two different shows. Right. Uh, just the term "flat earther." It's it's scary how kind of common the, this idea is. Yeah. Now, um, but this it was kind of it was kind of presented to me as like right. This is an hour and a half of flat earth, and with some of it, it just disproves itself. Sure. It's okay. right. Okay, I want to see how this goes, but it is a really good documentary. I I enjoyed it quite a lot. Mm, okay. Not as much, Darren, as Leaving Neverland. So this is so uh, again. I've I've only seen the internet's reaction to it, but it's something something Michael Jackson, mm-hmm. and that's uh, and and stuff. And we 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 should burn everything Michael Jackson ever did because this one documentary. Well, Australia have, have banned his music. I don't know if that was before or like off the back of this. Mm. Um, did BBC, was it BBC Radio 2? I think there was something that came out and said that they'd banned it. And then they were like, well, no, we haven't. Uh, we just don't play it. And it's just like, right, okay. Um yeah, have you got any interest at all in watching this? I mean, I'm not going to spoil um, it for, I'd, I'd for anyone. I'd be to watch it because um, I'm, I'm quite a fan of Michael Jackson's music. Sure. I I mean, I came into it because obviously there was like an internet furore around it mm. and there were people like protesting outside of Channel 4 um, like the day the documentary was due to air mm. um, and people were protesting in America about it and all this, that and the other. And uh, it's two two-hour documentaries oh wow okay yeah it goes into a lot of uh it goes really in depth in in uh in the story but it's based around two now obviously adults but two kids at the time mm. uh they were supposedly like molested by michael jackson and sure. it goes into their history of how they met him like what they used to be like uh with the families and all that sort of stuff and I came out of it not. I don't know. I don't know what to think. I'm indifferent. Hmm. Um, a lot of people were like, "Yep, he did it. Fucking filthy pervert. He's done it. Yep, he's done it." And there is some, there is some kind of compelling evidence in there, but a lot of it can be like fabricated to kind of tell their narrative. Sure, like, oh yeah, course, he did yeah. this to me, um, and you can tell this by xyz but it's not just the two guys that they talk to it's their families that they talk to as well sure okay and it it does kind of come across after a while that you you feel like you can you can take it either one of two ways you can take it as michael jackson wanted to get in with these families to feel like he had a normal kind of family life and just gravitate to him and xyz or you can take it in the other direction, which a lot of people have watching this documentary is, well, he was groomed, not just grooming the kids, he was grooming the family to believe this and to believe he was their sort of person and he groomed the world because he made the world think that he was this type of person and, and he was really this type of person behind the scenes. And and it's, like I say, it, it puts forward some some interesting ideas. Okay. Uh, but I still came away from it coming across like indifferent like i don't know whether he did or didn't mm. it, but it's fascinating to hear this i mean are you old enough to remember all the initial allegations uh that was 95 so i do remember about that time um that there was stuff coming out because even growing up I, I remember seeing the whole because he gave like a statement didn't he like a video statement yeah, yeah. like um and i do remember some stuff around the trials but uh 
but they do focus on that um in this story as well okay um but yeah it's it's four hours it's it's there's a lot of details and harkening back to um how you say you're dead inside mm. um like a lot of people's oh it's grotesque i couldn't watch it it made me feel sick and i'm yeah. just like right okay they're just describing things and i'm like right okay okay uh-huh and I'm just like so indifferent about it. Mm. It's just like, yeah, it's if it's true, it's 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 some proper fucked up shit. But it's not even moving the needle on like yeah, this makes yeah. me feel sick sort of thing. But um, but yeah, it really is a fascinating documentary. But it's I I still don't know what to think about it. But I'd be interested to hear if and when you do get around to watching it. You know, kind of your opinions of it. Sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, so that that was kind of the other thing that I've been watching. But uh, what about yourself? And um, not a lot to be honest. Um, Umbrella Academy finished that off. Good. I yes, really enjoyed it. It it's yeah yeah it, it worked very well. And I can't okay. really say too much about it because things happen. Uh, there were things that happened which were fairly predictable, uh, but. All the characters were solid. Uh, the story was solid. Um, and that's all I can really say without spoiling, but I'd suggest having a watch. Okay. It, yeah. it, it's good viewing. Fair enough. Um, let's see. Uh, Riverdale. Uh, for So I heard that Luke Perry died. Mm. And I was like, ah, oh, bam, that shit. Uh, and then it was like, oh, Riverdale star uh, Luke Perry. And I was like, ah, oh, shit, man. Uh, and then I thought, oh, I wonder how many episodes there are in season three because it's it's airing on a weekly basis. And it's up to about 13 episodes. And I thought, you know what? That's enough to start binge watching it again. Right. <laughs> um, so we're about 10, 11 episodes in. And I'm not too keen on the story arc. It goes a bit mm. silly. It's um, it's kind of, best way I can describe it, it's kind of a D&D theme. Okay. But it's kind of going down the arc that once upon a time, all the parents played this game of D&D, but they never finished it. And because of that, this this being exists that's killing people now. So the the kids have got to finish the game for them, and it's just like, hang on, we're getting a little bit silly now. We're getting more Sabrina than Riverdale. So unless they right. unless they're going to end this with some kind of crossover, then I can see where it's going. But it, it it's going away from that high school thing and just this weird, I don't know, almost like supernatural. Mm, okay. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm not sure if it as I said if it ends with a crossover then fair enough I can see why they've done it uh, but if it just kind of ends and everything goes back to normal it'll be like mm, that was a bit of a weird season. I mean, does it air on Netflix around the same time as it does in America? Or? I'm just wondering if it if it was like this was a season that came around around the time Sabrina came out on Netflix. Um, that I don't know, but I know Sabrina starts back up in April. Ah, right. Okay. So this is probably going to end around about the same time that Sabrina starts. So I'm kind of hoping there is a crossover. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's okay. It's okay. It's it's easy background TV. It's one of those things you can put on and not really concentrate. Mm. There was a light bit of crossover with Sabrina, didn't Yeah, so there? there was... Um, so Sabrina referenced Riverdale a few times and there was one character that came from... Uh, Greendale to uh, sorry from Riverdale to Greendale, so it, right, it, it's okay. in the same universe, but that's about sure. it so far. Okay, and just the other thing, um, I watched a movie, uh, The Fantastic Beasts: The Curse of uh, Grindelwald. It went on, it did stuff, <laughs> um, very spectacular. I couldn't really tell you what the hell happened. It both did things happen for reasons, Darren? Yeah, so Christina and I watched it perfectly sober, not playing on our phones or anything. We just sat and watched it. And there was just a lot went on, a lot of visual spectacular things. And then it ended. And I'm like, hang on, there was a story in there somewhere. <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't know. It, 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 felt, it felt like the middle of a trilogy, if that makes sense. Right, there's no real conclusion. Things happened, and you're just kind of building up to the next that installment. Yeah, that's kind of where it felt like it didn't f- really feel like it standalone. It kind of, it kind of continued the 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 last uh, the last film, but didn't. It, I guess it kind of had its own story, but 
it still felt like it was, I don't know, still building haven't the universe. Already, haven't they already planned like three or four more films? It, it's possible. I mean, it's in it's in the Harry Potter world, and there was what eight of those. Yeah, this is a prequel, right? It is. Yeah, you're right. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty sure that they planned out quite a few of these. So maybe that's why maybe they're just still world building to build to something something yeah, dark side. Maybe it's, uh, it was all right. Um, Served a purpose. It, yeah, it was something to keep the eyes occupied for a couple of hours. I don't know. I don't know. It was weird. Uh, as uh, maybe it's one of those we're gonna watch a couple of times, or maybe watch the first one first again. Um, right. But I don't know. It, it, a solid six out of ten. Okay, so it, it wasn't cinema worthy in the slightest. I think if you were massively invested in the universe and you just watched the first one, then maybe. But for us who hadn't seen the other one for, what, a year or so? Mm-hmm. It was just like, right, sorry, you were what now? And who are you again? And, uh, oh, it's ended. Would you consider yourself a, a, a big Harry Potter fan? I, I wouldn't say a fan. I mean, I own all the movies. I've watched them. Okay, I've watched sure. them more than once. So you enjoy I en- the cinematic yeah. version of Harry Potter. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So it's a letdown, kind of in that part. Again, I wouldn't say letdown because if you think the early the early Potter movies, there was kind of a lot of stuff going on, but not mm. a lot. If you know what I mean. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, but it was all right. It was. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's Terry. I challenge you to go and watch the Stephen King film, The Langoliers. Yep. How was it? Now, I haven't watched this for a few years, and I know it was two and a half, three hours long. It was was three hours long. It was three hours long, Darren. Well, in in fact, looking back on IMDb, it was actually a two-part TV series, wasn't it? Uh, So it was two, Uh, one and a half hours. I mean, I I, I had it on DVD, so I had it in, in the one chunk. I'm surprised this wasn't like VHS era. Mm. I were you saying it was DVD, but uh, but yeah, it was it was three hours, Darren. <laughs> so it was it was an interesting concept, I thought. So from memory, there was there was a plane ride, and for reasons mm-hmm. they ended up at an airport, and this airport was stopped in time, and the Langoliers were munching away at the time the time frame that they were in. <laughs> but it, it, it you've just explained that in 20 seconds yeah. it took three hours to do this three hours uh, but like you say it was an interesting concept of because i had no idea going in what the fuck this story was about yeah and it's just like okay people on a plane it's taking them half an hour um maybe that's a bit of an exaggeration but it takes them like 15 20 minutes to get on the plane and then everyone disappears. What the fuck? Mm. And then it's like, oh, I was asleep. I was asleep. And I'm thinking, like, right, okay. So they were asleep. They didn't see something that was happened or something, something. And then, you know, there were some recognizable people in this. And I'm like, right, okay. Um, and it was just like you had a psycho business dude. And his dad told him stories about the Langoliers. And if he didn't work hard, the Langoliers were going to come and get him. Yeah. Uh, and then there was some blind kid that could see through his eyes and he saw everyone as monsters for reasons. Um, and then they landed in an airport and no one was there and smells didn't smell and food didn't taste and stuff didn't things. And then somehow they figured out that time had stopped or they were ahead of time. Yeah. And then the Langoliers came. Yeah. For reasons. And they looked like giant floating mouth testicles. Yeah. And they were just eating things. They, they were eating that, that, that frame of time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then business dude basically broke out of his business dude ways after he'd killed people for reasons because he went a bit psycho. Um, and then they all got on a plane and then they landed at a different airport even though they fell asleep for reasons. And then all of a sudden, people faded back into existence, and they'd come back to the right timeline and stuff. That yeah, that about sums it up. Three hours, Darren. But it's a Stephen King film, so you know what to expect <laughs> with a Stephen King film. They are three hours. If you think like it, that's that's like a good chunk of a film. Um, and we'll, we'll put it this way: for him to do the retelling, 
it was like two and a half hours for the first half of the film. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so kind of based off of that, I would actually like to see a, a remake mm. of Langoliers, like a modern day version. Because sure. the, the, the It remake was awesome. Mm. So I would love to see like a Langoliers maybe remake, but like a, a proper big budget thing. Sure, okay. Uh, I think that could be quite interesting. But like I said, it was a cool concept. Yeah. Uh, because you just didn't know what was happening. Yeah. Like initially, so it kind of like strung me along for the ride, and then it just kind of got sillier and sillier. Mm. Um, but like you say, from a Stephen King uh, thing, you, you kind of expect that. But yeah, three hours, man. It, <laughs> I I again it's I've said it before you know I would love to have seen like a supercut version of it yeah, yeah. so I think it would have actually served the story a lot better if it had moved on a bit quicker mm. um but yeah I, it was uh it, it was all right it it was 3 hours though yeah it was 3 hours so 3 hours too long for you how about a 2 hour film a 2 hour film from 1991 the silence of the lambs never heard of it have you not? <laughs> no, I have. Um, I, I, I know of this film. Yeah, well, uh, again, it's it's a film I've not seen in a very long time. And and again, it's referenced a hell of a lot. Uh, uh, again, uh, the, the reason I thought about this one was uh, in Riverdale, there was a uh, this someday in a cell very sim- similar to Hannibal. Mm. And I was like, oh, shit, Silence of the Lambs. I haven't seen that in a while. I'll bang that on the list. I, the the only things I've ever seen from this film is Anthony Hopkins doing the, yeah yeah yeah, and the mask and that's about it. So I I've seen references to Silence of the Lambs. Sure, okay. Like on everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I have never seen the film. So yeah, I'll, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, watching this one. Excellent. So yeah, your next film is Silence of the Lambs. So Terry, let's discuss what we've read with our ears. Yeah. seen some stranger things here i have finished stranger things suspicious minds um it's a good story very good story um i know we discussed on the last episode does it work standalone mm. uh coming to the conclusion of it i don't think it does right okay and i don't think it was ever written to be a standalone thing it's just there to purely flesh out yeah, understood. The world of, yeah. of, of stranger things uh but it does it in a really good way um it's it comes to a satisfying conclusion, um, even though you know where it goes. Um, it, it does have some some pretty cool things in there. Yeah. Uh, so little nods that in the TV series you you don't think about it, but they give you a lot more context in this. And there were a couple moments where ah, that's why that's there. Um, but yeah, it, it is a good book. I I enjoyed it quite a lot. Um, now I'd pre-ordered a second book, mm, okay. which is focusing on Hopper, okay, and Eleven. Uh, it's more Hopper and kind of his time before he came to Hawkins, and then Amazon turned around and said, "No, no, no, son, we've 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 uh, cancelled your pre-order." And I'm like, "Right?" It says, "Yeah, it doesn't exist." Oh shit! And I'm just like, "Nobody does," because if I go back onto Amazon. It says that it's there for pre-order. Yeah, yeah. I know it's there for pre-order, but it keeps cancelling my pre-order, so I'm like, fuck yeah, I won't buy it from you then. I will do. Yeah, but, of course you, you will. Know, yeah. I'll just threaten not to buy it from them, but I will do eventually. That's how the internet uh, works now, Terry. Yep. Uh, and maybe I'll just go to my old-fashioned brick-and-mortar store and I'll I'll go to a person no, no and you pay won't. for That's it far too much hassle cash. For That's, yeah, that's true. I don't like interacting with anyone, so if I can kind of cut that out, then that's perfect for me. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's a good book. I'm, it's good precursor to obviously, you know, the the new series is is coming out mm. in July. Um, so to kind of get little bits and pieces like this, I think is a good way to kind of still build that interest yeah. around the Strange Things brand because it's been quite a while. Well, it's been a year and a, it's been about a year and a half when the the next one comes out so it's still keeping it fresh in people's minds but uh, they tell good stories along the way but yeah uh, it's pretty good Um, other than that it's been like I say um, catching up on on podcasts and that sort of stuff I'm still listening to a lot of um, uh, kind of funny that sort of stuff and it's uh, getting my kind of 
games daily fix they they all daily for about an hour they do like a news mm. here's what's been going on in the news of world of video games and blah 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 and it's i'm trying to use the internet less for my gaming stuff because a lot of stuff i see just annoys me mm. uh especially like the negativity like there was the anthem thing that you texted me about the other day uh people protesting and not playing the game for a week even though they've already bought it and yeah don't give a fuck i know but, but that's um, the internet, Terry. Yeah, but that's the thing. It's like I'm trying to cut down more on that. And even though, like, for example, like Games Daily focus on that sort of stuff, mm. they kind of, uh, you know, they they kind of talk about it and just kind of like give like their opinions of it, that sort of stuff. Mm. And it's not as negative, if you know what I mean. It's not like, yeah, I agree with them, fuck everything. They come at it in like a, an unbiased way. Mm. Um, and it's it's quite refreshing to listen to, but like I say, it's only about maybe forty five minutes to an hour, I think, on a daily basis. But it just gives you that little boost of gaming news and gaming goodness. But uh, sure. but yeah, that's all I've been listening to. What about yourself? So I finished the uh, the Fear Saga. Oh, okay. Um, so book one, I really liked. There was some intrigue. You didn't really know what was going on, and there was mm. a lot of. Um, cloak and dagger stuff it, it was very interesting uh season two kind of fleshed that out uh but the, it kind of sorry season two book two kind of fleshed that out but it kind of laid yeah. its cards on the table you knew what was going to happen in the remaining book and it took 20 hours to tell the remainder of the story Derek. hell yeah um <laughs> and the thing is i've been putting this book off for a little while because although i like the universe although i like the story the the narrator i just find very monotone he's um whether something's getting blown up or is describing what the weather's like um it's the same tone throughout <laughs> the weather's really lovely and sunny and shiny the birds are tweeting. Yeah. There's not a cloud in the sky. A nuclear explosion has just gone off and killed millions of people. But that's okay because there's another cloud in the sky. And <laughs> 20 hours, <laughs> <The> Terry. Cl- <laughs> the clouds will part tomorrow and everything will be right in the world again. Yeah. Um, so it's... The thing is, it, he had potential to be a very good narrator because when he was doing some of the accents, he was very good. You, you, you actually... Your brain kind of went, oh shit, oh you, you beat another person. Okay, I know, I know who this person is because I recognise the accent. Oh, that's very good. But then yeah. everything else just goes back to monotone, and there was just no flexion in his voice or anything. <laughs> oh, I hate stuff like that. Yeah, which is a pity. Um, anyway, so I wanted something that was more upbeat, something that was more light and fluffy, and something with very good narration. So I've gone on to the next Dresden book. I think it's book thirteen, which is White Knight. Ah, it's been a while since you've been to the Dresden well. Yeah, and my, my, James Masters, I forgot what a good narrator he was. Yeah, it's very crime noir kind of narration. Yeah, um, um, yeah. so this just, this just kind of picks up from the events that have happened in the last one. He's now got his, um, his, he's got an assistant, assistant that lives with him, or I should say works with him now, that's, um, uh, who's the White Knight? So basically, he's just dragging her around as 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 his colleague, and they're just oh, cracking okay. on with. Um, the, the, there's clearly been an incident which which has required his insight, and uh, they're they're just ticking away. And I know what's going to happen. I, I know at some point there's going to be some female <laughs> in there, some female that will get romantically involved with, some female that he'll nearly kill, um, and then there'll be a big bang at the end, um, and and then that'll be it. It'll be a good story. Every time, Darren. Yeah. <laughs> but fuck it, it's good. Yeah, uh, but it, it was nice. I, I've only got about three or four hours into it, but it was just... Mm. The thing is, when I was listening to the Fear Saga, I was trying to listen while running, and I pretty much couldn't tell you what happened in that two hours because I just kind right. of zoned out. But uh, when I was listening to the Dresden book, I can tell you everything that happened because it, it keeps you involved. Yeah, a good a good narration goes far. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, and uh, that is what I've been listening to with my ears. Very good, it's Terry. It's time Yo. for the reading corner. Already. It's Terry. 
read Yo. Rick and Morty. Thoughts? I really enjoyed this. Um, I think it would have probably been a hard read if you if this was your first introduction to Rick and Morty. But yeah, I can see that. It followed. I, you kind of knew what was going to happen. Um, so I I so I liked how it skipped quite a lot. If you know what I mean. So the it was kind of mm. like right, Rick. Uh, sorry, uh, Morty, your dad's been a dick. I'm going to prove him wrong. Let's let's go use this device and we're going to make lots of money. Next thing they're doing is building like a, a, a 20 million pound extension on the house just so that they can run the business. And then, they, uh, and then you find out this device actually, you bet on the stocks and shares and the the universe in which those stocks and shares go high, it, abs- it actually absorbs those and gets rid of the universe. <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. It's, it's very Rick and Morty. Absolutely. I know that yeah, sounds yeah. really silly, but they've translated the TV series really well. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, even down to the random burps and yeah. kind of ticks that they have as well. They, they've translated those over pretty well too. Yeah, I, I thought... And again, I I haven't watched I haven't watched an episode for a while, but I thought Rick came across as more of an ass than usual. If that makes sense, it, it was very hard on Marty. The, yeah, they they felt to be. I know sometimes in the show he can be a bit harsh. Yeah, but it came across as unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. In parts, um, but again, is is that just because it was lost in translation? If you know what I mean. Um, possible. I mean, maybe you just think, like you say, if. If you're new to Rick and Morty, you're probably just going to think, wow, that guy's a fucking dick. Yeah, yeah. But if you've seen the cartoon, yeah, yeah. it's one of those where it's like, I can kind of see it, but it did. It, I think it does come across as though he's a bit harsher in this. Yeah. Now, uh, so, so I like the fact that he it got put into this maze and uh, and obviously Rick, Rick helped build it. So he had secret compartments <laughs> everywhere, which was genius. Uh, and, and again, when he, when he, he spent the entire thing trying to find out um, what that guy was in for and all the rest of it. It's like, oh, well, I don't feel too bad now. <laughs> um, and then the fourth issue. Now, the fourth issue was bizarre because it, it, it says to be continued. I'm like, right. And then you go to the next one and it starts an entirely new story. Yeah. And then it goes through that entire story. Then at the end, it's like, oh, yeah, by the way, blah, blah, blah. This is this is how it concludes the <laughs> other bit. People <laughs> are like, hang on. <laughs> It's a very clever way of doing it, though. I thought that was pretty funny, but yeah, I I really enjoyed this comic. Mm. I mean, it it I I was gonna say it looks like Rick and Morty. Yeah. It looks like a budget version of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, like the the art is not feels a bit cheaper. It, obviously, it does, but I I think because you're reading it in the characters' voices and you, you already know the universe, it was, it was kind of like I'd watched another Rick and Morty episode. Yeah, because, I mean, that first story, the stock market thing, that spread over th- three, th- two issues. Uh, it was three issues. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, that went over two and then the maze went over another one, one. and then the, uh, <laughs> the, the modern slavery... <laughs> went over the fourth one but then concluded yeah. the story from the first one I also like the fact that in the issue where there was the, what did they call him the clone, the clone beast yeah yeah, the cloner beast um, how they had like comic books normally have a callback and it's like read Rick and Morty issue so and so, it was like the issue before yeah yeah, that's right, it's like there wasn't much of a like it was just one issue back yeah because you, so you had all the thing where oh no Rick's dying or oh. Tell tell your mum this, and t- and tell your dad he's still a dick, and da, 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 da. then he dies like no. It's like oh yeah, that was a clone of beast. Yeah, see the last episode. Yeah. <laughs> it was the fact that he says and lay the biggest fart. I'm gonna lay the biggest fart on him. Yeah, yeah. And just just like some, even in that moment, it's just like yeah, some chicanery is gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously just pops through a portal and done. Yeah. For reasons, but that's the good thing about that is the fact that they can just do that. Yeah, yeah. They've got always got excuses behind it, but I thought this was a, a pretty good, uh, pretty good comic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know that I've not got too deep into the the TV series, but it's one of those where this feels a, like a good complementary thing to go with it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So if you, if you want that more Rick and Morty fix, obviously until the the new season starts, this is probably like the best way. To experience it, yes, yes, agreed. So, because I, I think there was, there was a fair few issues. I think there's thirty six issues. 
think so, yeah. Because I think they've got some like different like spin-off series have, as well. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of the main. This is just called Rick and Morty, so yeah. Um, but there are some like looks to be some spin-off ones. But there's plenty out there if you if you want to experience a bit more Rick and Morty. But uh, but yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Enjoyed it, Darren. Mm. The next episode, the next comic book we're going to read mm. is a comic series called Fear Agent. Fear Agent, okay. And it's basically about a dude. Um, like he's the, he's the galaxy's last hope. The the front cover basically looks like um, uh, what's his dude from Half Life? He's got like the orange and grey oh, hazmat uh, suit thing. Gordon Freeman, that's the yeah. one. Um, but it kind of looks like that. Okay. Um, but apparently this is more of a comical thing, and he's going around um, saving things. Sounds kind of like Guardians of the Galaxy cross drunken bum. Sounds good. Uh, we'll see what happens. It should be all right. But yeah, that is the that's the next one. The next one is Fear Agent. Excellent. And that was the reading corner. So that's it, Terry. Uh, just a short yeah. episode. Uh, nice little micro episode there. Yeah. Um, time for me to try and get some sleep. Um, I've got a big weekend coming up, Terry. I can't. I can't do it to be tired. I've. I'd probably hibernate up to like right up to I, I, you starting it. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to do that. But we're we're driving up to Halifax on Friday night, sleeping on the floor on Friday night, then going up there and driving up five hours and then running ten miles and then sleeping in a tent and then driving back down five hours. Yeah, Ooh. back to work. I'm going to be tired. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going back to work Monday? Uh, no, Monday off. Oh, I was going to say. Uh, I'm, I'm going to need it. But. I was, Yeah, I didn't think... That, well, I'd like to believe you weren't going to be going into work on Monday, but it's it sounds like a hellscape. But you'll be uh, you'll be taking plenty of pictures and, and all oh, that indeed. sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, in, in fact, if you want to see those pictures, have a look at the uh, Level Up Running uh, uh, Instagram account because hopefully that should be full of excellent pictures and hopefully it's not just snow and rain and wind. <laughs> you can't see fuck off because the rain's hit the camera lens, for fuck's sake. Yeah, let's hope it's not like that. Um, so that's it. Um, if you want to send us an email, it's podcast at checkpointdone.com. If you want to find us on any of the social medias, it's checkpointdone. Um, personal twits. I am at D5120 and Terry's at Foxhounder01. Yo. So until next time, goodbye. Bye. Bye.